Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. My name is Noor. My name is Noor. And together we are light-hearted dads. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuhu. Welcome to Light-hearted Dad episode 7. Mashallah. Mashallah, yeah. Alhamdulillah, racking up the numbers. Uh, lucky number 7 as some say. Ooh. Do you believe in that stuff? Nah, I don't, man. I'm not superstitious like that. That's good. But the question is, do you believe in other stuff? Mm, interesting. Birthdays? Mm. Do you celebrate birthday? Uh, I'd be lying if I said I don't. But to be honest, I don't make a big deal out of it in my birthday. But whereas if it was someone else's, I do make a big deal out of it. Mm. What about you? You look like a turkey guy at Christmas, bruv. Turkey guy at Christmas. <laughs> I have no idea what that means. <laughs> means like, do you do like uh, roast chicken at Christmas? <laughs> <laughs> and no, have... no idea where you got that one from, bro. But yeah, no, birthdays. Uh, I'm sorry, I actually forget my birthday. You know, it literally goes by. My kids, obviously, kids being kids, they pick up on like, oh, it's when my youngest daughter does. She just always says, oh, it's your birthday, it's your birthday. I was like, okay, great. But you know, she does it with everybody, everybody in the house, but... Uh, it's not like you know we don't celebrate it. Mm. It's never been the case, you know. Uh, we've taken that position. It's like I said, uh, birthdays. It's just another day getting closer to your death. It's not it's nothing really to celebrate. It's something maybe to reflect upon. Um, so it's not something which we've ever kind of. Uh, okay, done. so first thing first is why is it wrong? Why is it wrong? You know, when we look at uh, kind of religious festivals or just just generally in terms of festivals and, and customs. Now, I know there are different, uh, there are some people who throw this opinion around, which is, and there's nothing wrong with birthdays. Why? Because there wasn't uh, anything that makes it forbidden. Yeah, meaning hadith or, or, or thing that talks about that. But when we look at birthdays, also then look back at the time of the Prophet, and then look at his uh, companions thereafter. Did any of them celebrate their birthdays? Did any of them do any of those things? They didn't. And we should be emulating and looking towards them in terms of how we uh, approach and how we live our life in festivals that we, we do celebrate. Additionally, you know, if you go back really to the root of where birthdays came from, it was uh, from a pagan belief, if, if I'm correct. No, you're correct. Yeah, which was that every year they would celebrate, they lived, which means that they believed every year they're in a battle between them and death. And every year they lived, they had defeated death and they had won. Yeah, mm. And on the basis of that, they used to celebrate that I defeated death for a year. And then every year would go on like that. Now that in its premise is all very much uh, kind of un-Islamic, it's shirki, it's, it's just wrong. Because we know the whole concept of what death is. Isn't a, isn't a thing of wearing a constant battle with death. No, death is appointed at its time. When the angel of death comes, he will take you. Now how he takes you and what state he takes you is based on how you lived your life. And this is not this common thing of whole, the battle back and forth. And on top of that, you know, we, if we, you know, really, you know, we should be nurturing ourselves and our iman that we are detached from this world and we're longing for the hereafter, our eternal home. So therefore, believers are the ones that should welcome death when it comes. You know, because why? It means it's now the journey point that we can go into the everlasting. It's the point we can now go into, inshallah, meet Allah. And all of the things, the goodness that would await us, inshallah. So, you know, all of these reasons why is, why, why, why I say, no, I don't celebrate birthdays and I don't really make a big deal. In fact, so many times I forget my age. You know, obviously, I know the birthday because you know you have to write all these forms and you sign here, you do this, and you always so you, so you know your birthday. You can't not know the birthday. 
But you know, as the day comes around, you don't know, like, what's the date today? I have to ask somebody, I remember, oh, today's the 22nd. You know, so it's, it's like that. You know, I forget dates. And same thing, I forget birthdays. Actually, the other day, I forget how old I was. And they asked Martha, I said, Am I thir- what's my age? I forgot. And I said, uh, no, no, we stood there for a second. I don't want to reveal my age. But, you know. <laughs> um, 35. It's 35, yeah. So I thought <laughs> I thought I was 34, but then I realized, no, actually, I'm a 35. So, uh, I lost a year somewhere, you know. Um, but, you know, I forget things. It's happened before. Where another time where I was with a group of brothers and we like, you know, went away somewhere and there's like new people that you're meeting <clears throat> and you have to do an introductions. And then I just forgot my age. I'm like, uh. And I remember there's a brother here that's next to me who's just a couple of months younger than me. I said, how do you... <laughs> Yeah, and go, oh, right, that's my age. So that's how I had to work it out because um, sometimes you just forget it. So it's it's really not important whatsoever within my life. And the same thing for children, you know, it's something that as they grow up, sometimes I take the mic out of the kids. I'm like, oh, yeah, look, you know, because, uh, you know, uh, I might take the mic out of them saying, oh, yeah, uh, I'm getting to a certain age. And they'll be like, oh, you're getting old. And I'm saying, oh, I'm young. I know my wife, sometimes we joke in terms of regarding that, but nothing in terms of celebrations. So that's the position that we take. Okay, understandable. I completely agree with you as to why someone wouldn't want to celebrate birthdays. Um, agree with the fact that what benefit it brings and the Islamic background behind it. I have been told that it isn't wrong. There's, like you said, there's different opinions, right? Um, and I know you mentioned in terms of like it's a paganistic kind of ritual, yeah? Um, but saying that, like that's long gone like this is the kind of thing that um kind of um it might be controversial yeah mm-hmm. i'm going to put it out there mm. at the time of prophet sallallahu we were told like to put uh, men were to wear clothes above our un- ankles mm. because at the time it showed arrogance mm. yeah because the rich people for people who don't know is the rich people used to wear clothes below the feet and they used to rush it, sorry, um, drag, drag it along the floor to show how rich they are. They can, they can change their clothes, they can wear different clothes every day and stuff like that. And um, there's a lot, read about it, it's quite interesting actually. When Abu Bakr was saying to someone, you know, roll up your finger in, 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 while he was hurt or something, mm-hmm. something along those lines. Um, but to, to, to today's day, it's not relevant. So I got to do birthdays, bro. Like I said, like it's not relevant. Like, what's so bad about birthdays? You know, what's what's good and what's bad about birthday? Like, I don't see any. Like, and it's very hard. Um, not to say, oh, happy birthday, bro, or like, oh, you was born today, or to say, like, oh, I make dua for you. Or, you know, I'm making dua for you, bro. Like, uh, how me uh, my my mates have become religious. The ones that have become religious, I actually say, may Allah give you long life. I actually still wish them happy birthday, but in a different form to mm. get it. They're like, oh, just a halal khay, bro, this and that. And every year, I'm weird about dates. I've got this thing about dates and I'm obsessed with it. I will remember people's birthday. Um, I, I remember people in, in, in my past, I remember all their dates, like special dates. I go throughout the whole year and I'll be like, something happened on this day. Something happened on this day. And I'll remember it. And I'll be like, if it's something bad, I'll remember it that day. And it kind of, Drag me down a bit But what I'm getting at is What's wrong with it? Like I get the fact that Halloween Is mad Yeah we, We'll go into that Christmas <coughs> Yeah 
um, you know. But you know the excuses that you're using yet. Yeah? Well, I'll call it excuses anyway. Um, should say, okay, right, this is ages ago. It doesn't matter anymore. The point is, is it was effectively a religious festival. Yeah, it was a festival ground within a, a, a idol worshiping paganistic uh, belief, um, and so the roots of it and how it started still is important. So, for example, now, yeah, I'll do. You want to do another one? Yeah, Valentine's Day. Okay, before we do Valentine's yeah. Day, before we do Valentine's Day, yeah, jeans is a Christian thing. What jeans? Read jeans. about it. Jeans as in jeans, jeans. as in jeans. Yeah, is actually a uh, Christian. Um, a symbol kind of like their religious kind of um uh clothes do you get it okay not aware of that really i'm not too sure what the significance it has uh, within uh, their uh, religious kind of um yeah so it, it was one of those things where the christians used to wear stuff like that now <laughs> we wear it today the thing is again i i can't really comment on that i don't know much about the jeans okay. kind of the things so i'm kind of really oblivious to that um, what I'm talking about is things that relate to uh, a belief system, acts of worship, and all of those things that come together with it. Um, and it's really important that one of the things that Islam came about to differentiate between other religions and Islam, to the extent that you know there are many examples. So when, for example, after the Masjid Nabawi was built, the mm. Muslims migrated. The first thing they, was, they were talking about: okay, how can we call the people to pray? So some said, "Oh, why don't we do a bell?" Because no, that's what the Christians do. Why don't we? Um, I think it was blowing the horn. I think the Jews do that, I think it was. And some different examples, no, we're not going to do yeah, that. Yeah, I remember and that. And obviously, then eventually a dream was revealed, which basically gave the other, and then that's how we got that. Because why? These were also connected with other religions, these symbols with this bell and the horn, so we don't imitate that. Yeah. Similarly, Rosan said, look, grow your beards and trim your mustaches to be differentiate from the mushrikun. Because mushrikun used to grow their mustaches. Yeah. Then there's uh, other examples where the Prophet, uh, for example, the fasting of Ashura. Yeah. So the 10th of Muharram, yeah, when they came to the Prophet and said the Jews are fasting today, because why are they fasting? Because this is the day that Musa saved the Bani Israel from Fir'aun. We have more of a right over Musa than they do. Yeah. And he said that if I'm alive next year, then I'll fast on that day. And then the companion said, Did you not tell us to differentiate be different from them? And he goes, Yes, so we'll fast either a day before or day after. So you do things to it's important that differentiation between other faiths and, and, and their religious practices that took place. So it's a really important thing. That's why Allah gave us celebration was He gave us the two Eids. We have that as celebrations. And there are many other things that you could celebrate, which if they're not necessarily grounded within uh, some sort of uh, paganism uh, or other kind of religious kind of uh, festivals or so, then that's a different topic. Yeah, um, I know there are some people, uh, if you shift it a bit, you talk about anniversaries. There's some who say they don't do it and the others who do do it. Well, from what I understand, that it's not really rooted in anything that goes back to any sort of festival or anything like that. It's just uh, like kind of um, a date of an anniversary or, you know. And people do anniversary for different things. It doesn't mean even a marriage anniversary. You might say, oh, this is the anniversary of, I don't know, the other day, anniversary of 9-11, for example. You know, people use it in that sense uh, of remembering that this is a date of something that happened before. So, so is that halal? What, the anniversary one? From what I understand, it's not something that's rooted within any sort of, or came from some sort of, Specific religious practice. So does that make it haram? No, that's what that is based on my limited knowledge. Okay, yeah? if I'm wrong, please do comment. No, uh, and, and okay, explain. you know what? What you said about anniversaries and uh, what you said about um, just before about Eid. Mm. Yeah, let's discuss that later on. Yeah. Yeah. What we can do 
for kids and eat days. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's definitely so a let's, point. So the whole thing I was saying, right? It, while it's not relevant, yeah, you're saying, okay, right, this paganism stuff, it's not relevant today, yeah. I'll come to that because that links to Christmas and that also let's go to Valentine's Day because I don't want to go to Christmas yet. Let's do Valentine's Day because Valentine's is another one which I know many Muslims celebrate. Many couples, many people yeah. who are married, they 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 you know pick out the four, February the fourteenth. Yeah. Yeah. Now again, this is another celebration that was again uh, which was grounded in other faiths and paganism. Mm. Yeah. And it goes back to the whole issue of Saint Valentine, who would uh, who used to marry off uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, I think it was during the time of the Romans, there was something about uh, he wanted to increase in the army, and there was about the whole issue about um, not letting people get married, and the, there was this guy who used to basically marry people off. So that's one. But you go even further beyond the whole thing of Cupid and all of those things; they're enshrined within some uh, religious um, practices that go really back. And so you know, this whole celebrating, and I think, oh, it's just love. It's just this is just celebrating a day and all of those things. In fact, it's actually very much rooted within some other religious kind of uh, customs. Okay, yeah, I, I, I yeah. get what you're saying. Yeah. I get what you're saying. Now, even I move now, I linked it back to Christmas. A lot of people, unfortunately, and this is what really irritates me. I see Muslims who are now effectively embracing Christmas. There are things that are saying uh, there are even some silly, silly people who come out and say, "Oh, we're just celebrating the birth of Jesus. Jesus is a prophet in Islam, so we're Stupid. celebrating his birth." Yeah. Ah, man. Yeah. You then know, you've got th people who dress up, wear Santa hats, no problem. Merry Christmas, everybody, this. And giving out Christmas cards and that. And doing their secret Santas and doing this and doing that. Like, what's going on? Look, there's there's a couple of things that you've mentioned, yeah. And, um, and I, I'm sitting here, I'm actually boiling up. The reason why I'm boiling up is I see it. I see it on Snapchat, Instagram, even on like some WhatsApp status. People putting up doing Halloween. Halloween, mm. oh, man, my French, but, ah, oh, okay, I won't swear. He does my head in. Like, it's around the corner bro, well. why are you dressed up as a zombie? Why are you dressed up as a shaitan? Why are you dressed up as a, like, munafik, like, an evil person? Like, why? Like, oh my God. Like, I remember, like, close family members used to do it, yeah? And like, I, and I, the reason why I didn't go too deep into it, like screaming and shouting, uh, is because of lack of, um, edu like you know, Islamic background, and Alhamdulillah, like now I see a massive change in them. Do you get it? Mm. But because of um, lack of knowledge, or what the implication it has on the younger generations, or the friends they have, like I, I didn't say much. I said like. Like, look, I'm not liking this. Like, I, I didn't say it at that particular moment. Is when I saw them, I said, like, shouldn't do that. It's haram. Straight up haram. Like, you don't need to be a scholar to say that to them. Do you get it? It's, it's clear. It's clear, it's bro. It's clear. Like, you are literally um, moving over to the shaitan. That another realm. Like, literally. It's devil worship. It's celebration of... Of the jinns, of the shayateen, of everything that is evil, witchcraft. It's a shame. Listen, listen. I, I don't blame it on the kids. I blame it on the on the parents. It's the parents' fault. If they don't have control over their kids and they let their kids dress like that or let them go out or do whatever, shame on you. Absolute shame on you, bruv. Do you get it? Mm. To the parents out there who have no control over their kids over stuff like this, shame on you. 
Seriously. But a lot of these parents might be the ones who are also doing it themselves. Yeah, bro, this is where it all starts. Have you noticed these influencers that we spoke about last week? Yeah. You should see their mothers, bro. You should see their mothers. Like, I'm not joking, bruv. You should see their mothers. Like, some of them I see, I see their mothers like, you know, don't get me wrong. Not all of them are single parent. Not all of them are, um, like, loose. I'm going to use the word loose because, bruv, what I've seen, they're loose. And I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it out. They're loose, man. Do you get it? And um, let's like, if you have no control over your kids on that particular day, or you have no, you don't have knowledge that this is wrong, then shame on you, man. Do you know something? You don't even need knowledge. You know anybody who has who believes. And in where that, is like, the like, look, look, look? No, I, I, I'm, I'm pointing out that the mother, right, or whatever, etc. But where is the father? Your kids are on the street, yeah. Like I remember, listen, my my dad said to me, like, for whatever you do. I don't want no one to ever say, I, I saw your son in a mela. He said that to me once. Wallahi, I went to mela before he said that to me, yeah? I, I was oblivious. I didn't know what was happening. Mm. I was back in like early, what, 16, 17, 18, yeah? And then, um, but since he said that to me, he said, son, I never want to hear that anyone saw you in a mela. I've never been. I'm so against it. But at that time, I just listened to my dad. I didn't think much of it. I just mm. listened to him. But when I see it today, I feel ashamed, man. Like, I can't believe it. These, <laughs> these people go to Mela. It's like shameful, man. Like, my people. Yeah. Do you get it? They go to Mela and they listen to, like, the singers and all these people wearing bulbuli clothes and, like, out there and yeah, stuff like that. It's a place for boys and girls to get up to no good, basically. That's yeah, like, uh, this is where it all starts. This is what normalizes stuff like Halloween, Christmas. It's okay. Because you know the, the point that I have is that with these things it goes back to what you said about birthdays and this is the issue I have with it which is all of these things are rooted in shirk in paganism in kufr in all of these kind of things mm. yeah today yeah they're gonna say oh look you know, somebody dressing up as a as, as a ghost doesn't mean they believe in ghosts or somebody doesn't believe in that or somebody does a birthday doesn't believe in they defeated death somebody does Christmas doesn't believe that oh uh, Christ was resurrected and born and blah blah blah, blah, blah. these are all the stuff that they they say. They say because it doesn't have that same meaning today. And they're trying to use this argument because no. Its roots and where it all came from is that, is, is came from that. And so we can't, you can't in, engage in that. You know, like I said, uh, uh, in people who don't have knowledge about Halloween, you don't even need anything. If you are a Muslim and you know La ilaha illallah, you know by default, this is wrong. How can you be celebrating you know, they call always Halloween, All Hallows' Eve, and where all the, whatever is, spirits, ghosts, and all other rubbish, yeah? Witchcraft, wizardry, and whatever, all of this stuff. You're celebrating this, and you know this is all of the evil. Yeah? Yet, yeah, you dressing up, there's nothing wrong with it. you wearing a devil's horn. Like, seriously, how could you think that that's okay? And to do devil signs with your fingers and all of the other stuff that they do, like... Seriously, you think that this is actually okay? <laughs> yeah, and that's why I said <coughs> that I can't believe that those things happen. That's why I said it's no dis. That's why the way you look at Halloween, same way you should look at Valentine's, same way you look at birthdays, and same way you look at Christmas. It really frustrates me. I see, and that's why I said it goes back to these influencers. We talked about it last week. Influencers. They're the ones out there that putting on their Christmas hat, saying Merry Christmas and all of those things and everything's so great. Having roast dinner. 
you know, when I was speaking to some of the uh, shaykh, they said to eat. You know, to, you know, on the they even say on the twenty fifth of December, it's forbidden for you to have turkey. Okay. Yeah, because on that day is part of the religious festival that they have turkey. Yeah, now, having any other day of the year, it's fine, but that day. I've even heard opinions where they talk about that even to buy Easter eggs on for the Easter day is wrong because it's part of the whole way. Easter Easter is a celebration of rebirth. You know of what Christ. people don't understand? Yeah, these these people don't understand. Look at Boris Johnson. Yeah, his great grandfather was part of the Ottomans. He's a hafiz of Quran. Bro, he was quite significant. And look where his grandson is today. So this is where the problem is. This is where the problems like you lot are, and myself are going to face. When we celebrate it, we're normalizing it. When us kids see what we're doing, they're going to be like, oh, our parents did it. Do you get it? When they're going to start doing it as a like an every year ritual kind of thing, their kids are going to think, oh, our ancestors did it. Uh, my mom did it. My ma- dad did it. My grandpa- grandparents did it. And by the time it comes to their kids, no, it's a ritual. It's it's halal. For them, it's halal. And it's the gateway to all of these things. Because what happens? People are confused. Okay, what's the difference between Islam and what's this? Or everything is allowed? No, it's not. Islam is very, very clear. In These are the days that Allah has prescribed for us to celebrate, to enjoy. Yeah, And we differentiate ourselves from the mushrikeen, from the kuffar. And that's what needs to be very clear. We are different. And do you know what's happening? Because in this society, the yearning people have, oh, they want to fit in. They want to be like, you know, as I said, you never, we talked about this the other day when we talked about Islamophobia. Let me tell you this, you will never be accepted. Even the guy who, and this is the other thing as well, because the majority of Muslims tend to be obviously people of color. Yeah. Even if you gave up your religion and you went everything all the way to the end, live just like them. At the end of this, they still want to accept you. Why? You're still brown. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> so this is boiled down to you can be, go all the way to the nth degree, and they still won't accept you. The point is they won't. They won't. Is it? So is it don't. A, a, a savage. What's it? Javid. Javid. Yeah, uh, Sajid da- Javid. Yeah. If you if you're listening, mate, <laughs> shame on you. <laughs> but he even says, well, this is the funny thing is they use the Muslim like as if it's almost like a race. But he even himself admitted that he's he doesn't believe in Allah. Yeah, None then, of those things. Yeah. So this is said. These guys aren't. They're not Muslims anyway, man. Because they're them from their own mouths have uttered disbelief. Yeah. So how can you say that? And Muslim isn't a thing. Yeah, you're a Pakistani, maybe. Yeah. Yeah. We'll give you that. That's your ethnicity. But you know, sorry, Muslim isn't a race. Yeah. So this is the problem we're having. That next generations come in. Next generations coming, and these things get normalized, and then they go further and further away from the religion. Like you said, it's scary to think that in a gener- just one or two generations later, your children could be disbelievers. <laughs> So, so I heard this story how idol uh, idol worshiping happened. Yeah. So there was they all every, there was a moment where everyone believed in Allah, and then um, there there was a point where um, there was heroes, yeah, um, in the village, and then um, there was like a drought, yeah. There's a drought of like you know. And then this person made dua, like give rain and stuff like that. This person was rich. He gave out money. Does it make sense? This, uh, there was another one and so, so and so. And then um, that generation passed away. So this next generation said um, uh, they were in a drought 
Do you get it? And then the, then Shotan came disguised as a person and said, you know, um, you know, your previous generation, they did this, 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 this person did this, 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 this. Um, you should make a statue of them. Just make a statue of them. The next generation came and they said, um, you know, the, the next generation saw these statues, grew up with the statues. And then so many generations later, it came to a point where they said, um, these are the people that, there was another drought. Those are the people that saved you. You get it? Seek to Allah through them. Then a few generations later, what happened was they made them into gods. And these are the people that bought you rain. These are the people that bought you rizik. Like, sorry, gave you money and stuff like that. Mm. Pray to them and then increase in your blessings. And that's how it all started. Like a, a section, section of it. So quote me if I'm wrong or not, but this is what I've heard. But it's just so relevant. Do you get it? The reason why a lot of people are leaving Islam, and we said we're going to discuss this in a future episode, um, is because of this. The fact that we are not educated ourselves and we're not passing it on to our kids. More and more, we're not confident in our Islam. We're not proud of it. We're not. And that's what it boils down to. A lot of the time you say, oh, we're well, this and that. No, no, no. We should be confident. We have Izza. Alhamdulillah ala ni'matil Islam. You know, I thank Allah that Allah gave us the blessing, the ni'mah of being a Muslim, of having Islam. And my children, you know, alhamdulillah, they, you know, um, they really can appreciate it sometimes. You know, a couple of times we've, you know, come back with kids and it's late at night and you have to go through certain parts of the city maybe, you know, just so you come from family's house. The kids just look out and they see these people and, and we do always talk about it. He said, look at these people. They're just lost. Mm. They're staggering around. They're drunk. They're crying over there. They're fighting over there. They're throwing up over there. Their lives are just empty. Why would anybody want to live this life? Why would anyone want to be like them? And why would anyone want to seek their, their approval? You look at all of those things. Alhamdulillah, the kids say, yeah, these people are just... Think, you work nine to five, work your backside off, Monday to Friday, and that's it, just so you can go on the lash on, the f on this Friday night and you can just literally urinate out all of your money. You know, uh, just to top on that, yeah. Okay, carry on. Actually, yeah. you finish off. You finish so off. So they go through all of that process. So you think, who wants to live? Who wants this life? Yeah. What is it? It's emptiness. And that's why we were talking about it. I say it to my kids as well. Have, do you not see the stories of those millions and millionaires and billionaires who just top themselves, yeah. jump off buildings? Why? Because they have no peace. You can have all the material things in this dunya to give you fame, money, power, women, whatever it may be. You won't find happiness. And that's what Islam gives you. And yet we want to run to that. It makes no sense. That's why we're having this new generation of people who are born Muslim, who have become these influencers who are corrupting generations, and I call out every single one of these influences, you are in a position, and what you do has an impact on others. So don't talk about this rubbish of only God can judge me. You are being judged, and you'll be accountable for misguiding all of these people through your actions. So you either you turn yourself off and get off social media, or you fix yourself up. Don't go around trying to mix up the religion. Or oh, I've got a scarf on. Or I've talked of you drop some Islamic words here and there. And that suddenly, oh, that's all okay. But I celebrate Eid. But I also do Christmas. I also do this. Don't walk down the religion. You don't represent Islam. You've got nothing in that right to even talk about it then. 
Because what you're doing is you're corrupting future generations. And that's why really, I'm going back to last week's mode, getting annoyed that these people, you know, you'll be held accountable. And Allah will hold you accountable for your actions. So that's why it's actually really scary. Being in the limelight is scary. Having positions of authority, of power, of influence is scary. Why? Because Allah mentions that every one of you is a shepherd and Allah will hold you accountable for your flock. And the mother is a shepherd for her flock and the father is a shepherd for his flock. Do you not think these influences, these people out there who are now influencing other people, effectively you're playing a role of a shepherd. Now what you put out there influences these people you will be held accountable Yawm Al-Qiyamah. You now do something which is un-Islamic and people follow you, you will be held accountable Yawm Al-Qiyamah. So will the individual, but you will be as well. So know that. And that's what I would say to you, these social media influencers, that this is exactly what you are doing. And it just really irritates me. That's why I just kind of a complete, just almost hatred for these people, you know, because of the way they are destroying Muslims. And the next generations. Look, I, I see why you're passionate. Because you're in that field and you're seeing parents coming to you asking you, Nuri, we are suffering. We are having issues. We, have, we, we don't even have a relationship with our sons and daughters. And it falls down to what they see on TV, on social media. They're surroundings and it's so sad that as much as i want i would give or try my best to be there for my son my nephews and nieces unfortunately the wider world yeah is too big to fight by myself and it's hard because not everyone is on the same page and the reason why not everyone's on the same page is because it's not that deep like Christmas is not that deep. Bruv, it's the only day that all of us are free. That's the only day where, you know, we're all out of mums. It's the only day where, you know, everything is closed, nothing to do. Let's just enjoy it. I get the fact that we're all together and we're enjoying it. That's all fine. But to imitate, like the amount of roast chickens and turkeys and... And like, you know, all this stuff I see on Christmas Day, it makes me sick. Wallahi, it makes me sick. Like, I see, I've got loads of Christians and loads of like um, white friends, or not even religious, they do it because it's just a ritual. I get that. But why are you doing it? And, you know, my, I've got loads of, um, I've got actually got a couple of my white colleagues that actually show see my shows. Yeah. Even they understand, like, they say, why do you guys do? We don't. We never celebrate Eid. We never look at Eid. We don't even, like, we just about say Eid Mubarak. Like, but we don't have a clue what it is. But yet we know everything about Christmas. We know the meaning, why it happens and what's, what is, you know. Like, Christmas irritates me, man. Because even if you go to it and say, okay, you're celebrating Isa's birthday. You weren't even born on that day. Even the Bible says it itself. February or something, isn't it? Yeah, it's when the, when the flowers are blossoming. So you're looking at springtime. Easter is a closer time to his birth, according to the yeah. Bible, I'm saying, than, uh, than the 25th of December. So all of this is just rubbish. And then the whole belief is his birthday. What? What do the Christians believe in? It's shirk. They have made associate partners with Allah. They say Allah has a son. 
Then, then you know, this is Nawaz Milad. Twenty fifth of December of is actually a paganistic uh, ritual day. Exactly, and it's and, they, and the reason why uh, the um, you know um, House of England or something like that. Sorry, Church of England. Yeah, Church of England. Yeah, they actually um, made it on the twenty fifth of December to fight evil with a good. That's what they changed it to that date. I've researched about it for some reason. I don't know why, but that's the reason why they moved it from February, I believe, um, of February, March, when Isa was born, to twenty first of December. So, so all of these things you look at is it, just it's just load of rubbish. The commercialization of it all as well. That's another issue. Ah, uh, just Valentine's Day uh, is all about commercialization. Valentine's Day. Look, I would say the moment September hits, I was in Asda. You start seeing the Christmas stuff popping up. It's just a massive run-in to make money. It's commercialization of, of it. If I'm correct, the Santa Claus they had used to be green before. But because of Coke or something like that. I remember reading this somewhere. I don't know if it's how true it is. But Coca-Cola rebranded him red and then since then he's stuck or something. You know, and then you look at, uh, what do you call it? Um, uh, what do you call Valentine's Day commercialization, Halloween. Right, they got Guy Fawkes now. It's not really a religious festival. It's more of a political one than anything else. Yeah. That's a different one. You know, so it's not really released at all. It's just celebrating that they killed a the guy again. Seems very violent, you know. To, so, so for a for a nation who's supposed to be standing for justice and all of that, it's very violent to you know um, yeah. burn somebody on the spike, you know, or whatever it was they did. To, yeah. Uh, okay. So let's 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 go um, in order. Yeah. Valentine's Day. Yes or no? No way. Okay. Let's go to. Um, Celebrating other religious festivals like Hanukkah, of course not. Diwali, of course not. Christmas, of course not. Halloween, no way. Birthdays, no. <laughs> <laughs> okay, listen. Valentine's Day. We gotta talk about Valentine's Day. <sighs> like brothers, it's so bloody cringe. What are you doing, bro? Like, who do you take out? Oh, sorry, I should have. <laughs> <laughs> ignore that Ignore that But Brothers Like seriously I, I get sisters here They They feel like They want to get a bit of um Like you know Like a special treatment And you know oh, It's like a trend Or They want No, they they, no girls or something No then. girls like Like uh, um, Girls I, I know They love flowers And stuff like that Probably you know Only day the man Might actually change his You know Mind and buy flowers Because Bro Buy your wife's flowers. Buy your wife gifts. Spoil them. It's 365 days in a year. Yeah, You've spoil them. So, but don't do it on a Valentine's Day when it's haram in the first place. Second thing is, it's cringe, man. It's so bloody cringe. Like, I, I, look, man, like the restaurants are packed on that day. Do you get me? Like flowers are sold out. People's sisters are, are there, bro. Like people's, like you know, uh, bro, man. Like, I sometimes wonder, like, yeah, man, that's someone's sister. Do you know what I mean? Like the reason why, like, I'm picking up female more than males is, like, you want to protect the sisters, right? As a Muslim guy, I feel like I, I want to protect the women. Yeah, I, I don't give a monkeys about the men. Do you get it? But as sisters, like, like. You want to protect it, man. The why show yourself out in public, being with a man on Valentine's Day? Do you get it? People would know you're with that person. And and for married couples, that's even more sad. 
because you know what haram or halal is now. Do you get me? You made it halal. Keep it halal. It's like <laughs> one of my nephews was born on the 14th of February. Wallahi, like, you know, my family, like, they do birthdays, yeah? And um, well, it's small steps. I stopped doing it. Don't make a big deal out of it. And slowly, slowly, my influence will rub off my onto my family. Do you get it? But I don't want to stop them from doing it, like saying, no, haram, you can't do it, not in this house, and stuff like that. Because um, obviously different scholars have different opinions. And the, the opinions that I've been given of like, okay, makes sense. Do you get me, yeah? Um, but let's go back a bit, yeah? Um, Valentine's Day. He was born on Valentine's Day. I'm very strict when it comes to Valentine's Day or Halloween and stuff like that. I always bombard my social media by saying, don't do it, it's haram, it's haram, it's haram. Do you get it? I make it very clear, it's haram. Uh, people look at my st uh, stuff, yeah? And they know I'm against it. People call you out and call you haram police, yeah? No, no, I don't. I don't give them. I don't. I don't care. I hate I that term because it's, just, it's like a way of saying. Nah, no oh, one look. Somebody's no doing haram one, police to almost no like one, legitimize what they're. No, nah, no, nah, no one's got the guts to call me haram police. No one. No one's got the guts. And if you do, bro, I, I'll just put it up. I'll just screen, screenshot it and just put it up. Do you get it? Like I, I don't care. No one called me haram police. To get me, yeah. Like no, I love you. I, no, I, but as I said, I I hate that because you know what it is. It's a way of trying to show that. I can do what I want to do. And if you call me out, oh, you're a haram police. Oh, you, oh no, yeah. He's that moody guy. Oh, he, look at that. And then they throw it other ways. Oh, look at a guy commenting on this. And, and or why, why is a girl commenting on that? You know, they, they try to always complete misdirect. Oh, only God can judge me. Oh, you don't know what's in my heart. Oh, you don't know if I pray at home. I'm like, oh, come on, man. Please. Stop this. I, we talked about this the other day anyway, but I really can't stand this. Only God can judge me. You do things on a public platform. Everybody judging you. End of story. You know, if you look at it in Sharia, you know, you committing open haram in public, and of course the hudud will be applied upon you. But you know what the funny thing is? Do you see when they are getting attacked, the, the comments that comes afterwards from mainly brothers supporting that sister. So I remember um, I had this friend, and I had many female friends over my years in my life, yeah? And this sister um, kind of changed her dress sense all of a sudden. And uh, she was on my social media. And if you're watching, I'm proud of your changes, alhamdulillah. But at the time, it was inappropriate. And I called you out. I said, what's happened to you? Is everything okay? Uh, she goes, what's wrong? Like, I said, like, you've changed. You've gone into modeling and stuff like that. Like, what's going on? Um, and like, more and more, your shoulders are showing. So we can imagine the rest, right? So I said, more and more, you're from being um, covered up. You're, sh you know, it's going outwards. And she goes to me, oh God, like, like I know you care, Noor, and um, but I'm not doing nothing wrong. I'm keeping it halal. I'm not, you know, doing anything that's haram, haram. Do you get it? I'm wearing what I feel like comfortable in. So I said, it's wrong. Do you get it? And then every time she used to post, I said, see, and it came to a point where. Uh, one day I said, what are you doing I, in the field? I said, what are you doing? Like, how is that? No, 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 that's it. Someone said, mashallah. And that triggered me. Someone wrote, like, obviously they wrote mashallah. And I said, and I wrote back saying, what's mashallah about this? 
I said, you, you look, you post whatever you want to do. You want to put whatever you want to put up on there, do it. Yeah. They, they were actually wearing, it was all actually a Valentine's Day as well. It was actually a red thingy and it was like cut up and stuff like that. And someone said, oh, mashallah, you're looking really pretty and stuff like that. And then as I went to the comment, yeah, a lot of people are saying, wow, mashallah, this and that. But there was one that had so many likes. So I thought, okay, let me trigger that person in it. So I said, what's mashallah about this? What has Allah blessed about this? What has Allah willed about this? What's so beautified about this? I said it. Brav, men. Men were attacking me. Calling me names. Calling me this and saying, oh, why are you attacking this sister? This sister didn't say nothing back to me. Do you get it? Because she knows where I stand. Do you get it? Because I had that conversation with her already. But these boys, even to Wallahi, even to this point where this boy from Germany, yeah, goes, uh, next time I come London, I'll come looking for you. I said, Wallahi, come looking for me, man. I don't care. Like, like it's so, just so stupid. Who is she to you anyway? Uh, okay, maybe your cousin or whatever it is, or someone you like, or um, I know she's not your partner, but maybe she, someone you like or whatever, etc. But why are you promoting it? Why are you so getting angry about it? Like, I just said, what's mashallah about this? And you see it, bro. Like, I've had about, that day I had about two guys attack me. Like, through social media. One of them came to a point where he went actually to DMs threatening. So I said, all right, cool. I live in Whitechapel, man. I'm not, you, you can't miss me. Do you know what I mean? It's London Mosque. You can't miss me. Do you get me? Come and find me. It's all right. But it's not that, you know, I'm a big man. I'm not, I'm not big man. But for something like this, I, I you know, Something for the sake of Allah, I'm educating and I'm actually saying to you, like, this is wrong. And I'm putting my, I'm actually putting myself into action by stopping it verbally or physically or whatever it is. If you want to attack me for that, may Allah reward me Jannah, man. Or wherever you hit me or whatever, it goes to Jannah anyway. And I, I'll take your rewards. I'll take it all, all open heartedly, open arms, sorry. But what I'm getting at is, bro. It's like you'll always see men jumping on to defend these influencers. You'll always see um, some sisters, like, when you attack them, yeah? When you attack them? Yeah, yeah. I, 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 attack, I, I attack anyone. Anyone who's doing wrong, I attack them. Do you get it? Like, I am not someone who does... I'm not perfect. I do... I have a lot Would of... attack with the right word or you call them out? Or is it like, you know... Cause okay. I, know, I find attack rather... Uh, harsh word I don't know uh, Okay I, I'll tell you what I do I trigger them Yeah Attack is a wrong word Okay uh, Even call them out Is a wrong word I trigger them and I love triggering Yeah And the reason why I trigger people is It creates Open conversations Do you get it? It even creates Knowledge That I may not have Do you get it? And I get proven wrong And I accept it And I apologise like before I used to swear and stuff when I was replying, I used to mock and this and that. Now, bro, people call, swear at my dad, my mom or whoever. I, I won't re respond by calling them out. I won't swear at them to get it. But I will just continuously trigger them to a point where they actually come with some good information, but they swear at the end of it to get it. Um, So like where I'm heading with this is where you doing it do it okay just do it 
don't do it in front of people. Don't show it on social media. Hide your sins. That's what I would say at that point. If you're committing your sin and it's in the privacy, in your own privacy, privacy of your own home or wherever it is, then yes, that's between you and Allah. Yeah. And for which I'm not saying that, oh, you means that it's okay to then do that. No, because what's haram is haram. It's clear. But that judgment between you and Allah. But the moment you bring it out into the public sphere, then yes, you can be judged. Because like I said, if this was in, uh, you know, like I said, in, in Sharia, if you're doing this out in the public, obviously we don't have, uh, you know, uh, kind of uh, uh, um, an Islamic law being applied anywhere. But if this was the case, if you go now, for example, go to the time with the Prophet and you think somebody doing some of these haram things in public, would they not get punished for that? Of course they would. Would they not get judged? Of course. What is a judge there for then? Why is there a qadi? What does he do? He implements the laws of Allah. He makes the decision based on the Quran, based on the Sunnah. And then what does he do? He applies the judgment. So what's his rubbish about? Only God can judge me. So of course, I agree with that point. If you're going to do your rubbish, do it privately. Don't bring it out in the public. And then suddenly if somebody says and comments, you're like, oh no, I got, I got hate comments and blah, 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 blah. And then suddenly you feel so shocked and so, oh no, how could that be? You know, okay, I don't encourage people to go abusive, to attack and all of those things. My, my point being is, you can't then turn around if somebody opposes you in what you're flaunting and what you're doing and what you're encouraging. Then don't turn around and say, only God can judge me. I'm sorry. But like I said, these people have the biggest influence and they're, they're playing a massive role in the corruption of, of our young people, of the next generation. And then the parents, as I said last time, I will blame their parents as well because if the parents are oblivious to what their children are watching and getting up to, who they're following and who is actually shaping their mind, heart and all of those things, then obviously you're going to be paying the price for that as well. You know, all of you will be. But I don't want to have a rerun of the previous episode we did uh, on, on, on social okay, media. Okay, okay. But it goes back down to the point of what we're talking about. We're talking about celebrations and festivals and all of those things. It's really important that we have to make it clear. If you don't know, read up on it. Read on the histories of birthdays, of Valentine's Day, of Christmas, or Halloween. Read up, educate yourself, and know what it is. Because surely, you, you know, ignorance can only take you so far. Ignorance can only be a defense for so long. Yeah. At the end of the day, this is, like I said, this is something which is not acceptable within Islam. It is not something which is just this and just that. You know, that's why it becomes. The scholars even said you can't say Merry Christmas. Because you're wishing them upon their religious festival. Again, that isn't permitted. So, like I said, the scholars have said you can't even have turkey. And even having Easter eggs on the Easter day and, you know, all of those kind of things. Because these are part and parcel of their religious festivals and celebrations. That's how far it goes. That's where Islam, that's the position of it. So let us now flip back and be confident in our Islam. Let us be proud to be Muslims. And let us work within the limits and the boundaries Allah has set. And what he's allowed for us to do. And in all honesty, what we are allowed to do is far more than what we are not allowed to do. But yet, for some reason, in our minds, we have flipped it to make it like there's so many things that are forbidden for us. In fact, the majority of things, because the ruling in Islam is everything is halal. Unless it's been made haram. So the, it's always on the positive side first. If we look at even food-wise, what's the limitation in food? There's a few animals that are forbidden to eat, full stop. And then there is just animals you can eat, but just make sure they are slaughtered in the correct way. It's halal. Everything is halal. 
know, you look. So that's why if you look at everything that's out there, we need to be proud within our Islam. We need to build that within our children that we should be confident and proud within Islam. And we should always count the blessings Allah gave us. Like I said, and that car journey, my kids themselves can say, look at these people, man. They're just sick. Emptiness in their life. Do you not thank Allah that Allah gave you Islam? That he but gave the, you a purpose? The, the thing is, right, um, your kids are molded and given time by yourself and your wife. You've been talking to them. You've been encouraging them. You've been telling them what's right and wrong. So they know. So they're kind of like same mindset as you. Do you get it? But there's loads of kids out there that don't have this conversation. There's loads of kids out there who have been normalized to Christmas too. Because it happens in school. Like we let our kids have these parties at school. And school makes it it's so normalized that, you know, you can't pull your kids out or stuff like that, etc. Whatever it is, yeah. But look, before we say that, yeah, I just want to say to the fathers, and it's very important, to the men, all right, if you are celebrating Valentine's Day, shame on you. If your kids, if you don't know where your kids are on that day, shame on you. If you are celebrating Halloween or your kids are celebrating Halloween or you don't know where your kids are that day, shame on you. If your kids are celebrating Christmas or being part of the festival and you're doing it in your home, shame on you. And if, for example, you are not with your kids or your, sorry, your wife and your wife is, mate, get involved and stop it. Get involved and stop it. And if you, if, if you are a mother or someone who's in a position of doing stuff like this, shame on you too. Because at the end of the day, you have ki you're killing the future generations. Well, we, we, we can't do this ourselves. So if you do not become haram police on those days, then shame on you too. Call them out. Tell them to stop them. Let's make, let's, let's if you're hearing this, Let's all make a pack that from now we're gonna stop this from happening. First one is, ha is Halloween. It's just a couple of weeks away. Let's just stop that from happening. Let's release this on Halloween. <laughs> well, this can get released in the middle of October, so it's just before Halloween. So it's just Alhamdulillah, perfect. Okay, so now we've all we've we've just bashed um, these festivals, yeah. Now, let's go to what Allah has blessed us with. Allah has blessed us with two beautiful days. Mm. Yeah. What can we do on Eid days? How does your Eid look? Like very, very simple, very quick, very snappy. What can we do on Eid days? What I need to do is wish, yes, it's, it's very easy to say, you know, uh, kids sleeping into Christmas because they make it all this pomp and and festival and lights and colors and all of those things so they make it attractive they make it attractive yeah so our kids can very easily fall into that so it's important that within our festivals we also make it attractive yeah we should also make it like that not something boring not something dry so there should be with Eid have a build up build that up it's coming you know that's why a lot of things there's so many things out there before when I first did it there's only one place I could ever find that had Eid decorations I remember that Dig it all in, it's just one place, yeah. Then now it's like everywhere, mashallah, it's good. 
many varieties, many different places. So decorate. Get your kids involved in the decoration of that. You know, um, again, so we, we used to do that anyway. We used to buy new clothes. So even if you don't buy the new clothes, best clothes, whatever it is. But then again, you've got that ability to do that, to dress up. Yeah, again, with the food as well, we have all of those things, all the thing, uh, customs. You know, I make it. Sh- I make sure there's certain staple things that happen every Eid. Because there's, in our family, there can't be an Eid without this food or that food. You know, so make it, make your own customs. It's fine. There's nothing wrong with that. Have, you know, um, whatever foods that you, you wish to have. And different cultures have different kind of foods that they have for Eid. Then what happens is presents. It's really important. You know, get, you know, presents for the children. As the children get older, we did it last Eid, where their kids basically, because they have some money that's saved up. You know, we're talking about when they can do chores yeah, and yeah, stuff. Yeah. They save some money, they spend some money and so forth. So from there, what they did is uh, they used some of their money and basically they bought presents for everybody else. So they bring now siblings are buying presents for each other. And then we're looking at maybe next time what you do is where, you know, um, secret ED, as they call it, isn't it? Where basically somebody selects a name and you buy yeah, something. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So my point secret is... Mullah. Yeah, whatever you want to call it. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> so the point being is do as whatever you can to have that. And then on that day, like I said, have family, go visit them or have them come around, friends and so forth. Make all of these things happen. Celebrate. You know, make it something that the kids look forward to and they're excited about. You know, I love teasing the kids. So you get the presents already and then that's it. You know, make sure it's out the day before. All the wrapped up presents. So it's just mm. itching away at them. Uh, so then they wake up in the morning and they're jumping up and down saying, it's it, it's it. You know, and so you make that enjoyment. Obviously, it starts changing a bit as the kids get older. And I know that with the teenagers, yeah, is that, you know, it's not the same thing about other present now because before you could get certain presents. Now, as they get older, these presents won't cut it. And you do get, obviously, costs a lot more if they want something substantial. But you can work around, you look at what is it they need, what they can what they can have, and, and, you, and you help them in that process. And you buy the things that they need and they want. But just celebrate it. It may get them part and parcel of it. Make it something really enjoyable. And like I said, the other days you eat, you celebrate, you be with funny, you be with family. You know, on top of that, obviously you've got Eid al-Fitr, you've got Eid al-Adha. Then you've got the days of Tashriq, Yom al-Tashriq, the three days thereafter, which is also part of the Eid, Eid days. Yeah, So celebrate them, make it something. You know, especially on Eid al-Adha, have a four-day celebration. You know, nothing wrong with that. So these are the things that we can do that, you know, that's what I know what we do with ours. And I'm, I'm sure I would love to hear what other people also do on their Eid days as well. And it'd be good, but it's important. That one thing about Eid, Eid is not a day of disobeying Allah. Because what happens, many people, you, you know, I know before it was the whole case of boys and girls going out and doing up to no good. You know, especially, you know, mashallah, sisters like to dress up. But again, make sure that if you are going out, that you're observing your hijab at least. If you're indoors, then it's a different story. You know, and all of those things, that they're important. Don't go out playing music. You know, and all of those things. You know, don't Green be, Street, Safo. You know, this is not a day to disobey Allah. Because sometimes it makes the most fun, craziest thing that you think, wow, you know, either a day to remember Allah, to be, you know, and especially, for example, Eid al-Fitr. The third day of Ramadan, it's like shaitan now is unleashed, and that day people mm. are going crazy, doing all the haram that they could do. No, 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 this isn't Eid. Are we doing enough? What do you mean by are we doing enough? For uh, look, are we, are we like okay? For example, okay, let's wind back a bit. My Eid, I, I'll be honest with you, it's become, it's become boring. I forgot one other thing. Don't forget Eid Salah. 
Yeah. It's a really important thing, taking the whole family. Now we have Eden in the parks everywhere, man. Mm. Take everybody. It's an important thing because then it's part of the Eid day. They understand this. On Eid al-Adha, if you do qurbani, do qurbani here. Let the people feel the element of that as well. So, you know, they're, sorry, I had to cut you off, but there are other things that just came to mind again. That do all of those things. Make it a day to say that it's a day of fun. Yes, it's a day of remembrance as well. But it's a day that you can have fun and, and enjoy it. And the kids love it. They really look forward to Eid. Yeah. No, look, uh, I totally agree. You said you're always getting boring. So. Yeah, I, no, no, I totally agree with you, man. And that is, I'm, I'm glad you interrupted because you've actually put some gems in there. Um, it's become boring because of the fact that it's wake up, go to Salah, come back, have samosas. I look forward to that because I don't have that much usually. And I, that's the only time that my mum actually makes like her, her own recipe. I don't like the shop ones. I get diarrhea and stuff. I don't ask. Um, and then obviously before I used to go to a lot of cousins' houses, um, don't do that anymore. And then there's a moment of like six hours of dry. Like everyone's going to their in-laws and um, obviously I might spend my evening or my lunch at my in-laws. Or now what we do is um, we actually uh, go the next day uh, instead of going on the day. So I just get to spend the whole eat at my, at my, my house. Um, you know, everyone's gone everywhere and the house is empty and stuff like that. And in the evening, you know, uh, we get together, we eat and uh, we give some gifts away and stuff like that. But it's about only like, like you know, um, only recently... I started to enjoy it. Like last Eid and the day, uh, I enjoyed it. We decorated the whole house. We did secret like mullah. Yeah. We had so much banter with the presents that we gave to each other. Then we had so much food that we liked. Yeah. We had so many cousins come over, you know, showing their faces. Um, it was nice to, um, like, I don't know why. I think it's all down to intentions. Like where I'm thinking, hang on, I need to make Eid priority number one. Not birthdays, not Christmas, not all these other festivals. Eid as a Muslim is the highest of celebration. And it's the only celebration that I should be doing. Right? And once I make that intention, everything changed. My thought process changed. Like I'm starting to think about getting gifts for Kids like, 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 you know, like I, I, I wouldn't go as far as making a bloody um, like all out party and stuff like where music and stuff like is involved. But like, you know, I, what, the sheets, bro. Yeah, but tell me more that we could possibly do to make that day a bit more halal and fun, especially for kids. Like bouncing castles. And yeah, you can do that. People have got space and ability. They've got bouncing castles. Yeah, have a party. Make it a party. Not to have music for a party. There's nasheed. You know, have everybody come around. Do other things. I remember we've done something before. You get pinatas. You can do party games. You know, all of those things that really help engage the kids. And the kids look forward to it. Because to be honest, what do I enjoy about Eid as an adult? Yeah, if you want for the kids, there's nothing, nothing like wow about it. Yeah, alhamdulillah, it's a day. It's a special day. But for me, my energy all goes into making it fun for the kids. And I love seeing the kids happy. And when they're happy, I'm happy. Okay, okay. We can make our own kids happy. But do you believe or do you think nowadays people don't go to each other's houses and people are not as hospital 
hospitable, hospitable, hospitable as they were before. Up north, I've noticed they're so hospitable, man. It's like you go somewhere, and trust me, like neighbors will drag you in to go to their houses. Yeah, out of London, people are much more hospitable. In London, I don't know, there's a certain culture, a certain way. It's so arrogant, bro. You've got like, you know, like the whole thing about, you know, standing on the tube, you don't want to smile at anybody, you don't want to say hello. If somebody smiles at you, it's a hello to you, you're thinking, who's this weirdo? Yeah. That's, that's a society. But also, I think in the last year and a half or so, or a bit more, uh, COVID has a massive impact. COVID, but then again, what I found was opposite, which is because of COVID, people were itching to see each other. Yeah. But then I think also, I don't know, maybe that's also had an impact on people being as People don't invite each other anymore, man. Like people don't invite people to each other's houses anymore. That's and friends is- don't, like I keep, I, I always say this to my friends and my friends can vouch for me, man. I always tell them like, look, man, like bring your wives to my house or let's introduce our wives. Yeah. Um, like we don't have to be there, right? We can just, you know, facilitate. facilitate it and then give them the opportunity to get to know each other because we don't spend enough time with each other we don't see each other because you know <laughs> most of the friends not most uh, some of my friends are unfortunately um going to the other side of meeting with their wives friends so sorry their wives friends husbands and stuff like the wife sides oh, okay. do you get it their friends and totally forgetting about his friends, do you get? Where I'm coming from, mm. and like, and that's respect to the sisters because us men are too weak to actually say nah. You need to know my friends too. Unfortunately, that's what's happened because sisters have a more of a what do you call it? A unity among themselves than us boys do. We're just so happy with having WhatsApp groups, man. Do you get it? Like WhatsApp group is. Our la ilaha, sorry, inna lillahi wa inna ilahi rajiun, or congratulations, alhamdulillah, someone was born, or um, s- s- someone's wedding planned, or someone's getting married, all right, yeah, I'll be there. And th- that's what WhatsApp group is nowadays, man. Do you get it? Mm. But sisters groups, bro, they are popping. Do you know what I mean? They talk about everything and anything. They link up, they go uh, food places and stuff like that. Us boys, we have to like, like plan, like we have to plan ahead. Do you know what I mean? Like my wife, I remember the other day, who goes to me, um, I'm going out. You're looking after Mikhail. I'm like, okay. I didn't know about it, but I, I, I wasn't bothered about it. I wasn't unhappy about it. I was like, okay, cool. And I'm like thinking, yeah, sugar, man, when's the last time I seen my friends? Do you get it? I see mm. my friends quite a lot, actually. But I see a lot of them in different times. Do you get it? But I don't see the ones that like... I haven't seen for a while and I haven't seen them. Like I come to a point where I don't actually bother caring for them anymore. So I care about them. I don't go looking for them. Yeah. Anyway, we've had a lot to discuss today. Yeah, no, um, I think I would also like to hear, obviously, I always say that, you always say that, we'd like to hear everybody's opinions uh, on the matter, um, how you celebrate your Eids and all the other discussions. Um, uh, do you think it's okay to celebrate Christmas? Do you think it's okay to celebrate or do, um, you know, um, Valentine's Day? Because it's not related to today, paganism and stuff like that. Okay, fair enough. Uh, but obviously, um, the 25th of December is a Christian uh, ritual, yeah. But obviously, Halloween, I, I don't even want to hear it. I don't even want you to justify it. 
Do you know what I mean? If you if you actually comment about Halloween uh, and you agree to it, like, listen, you're going to get a bloody bollocking from me. But anyway. I coming after you. Yeah. yeah, I'm coming after you. But the rest of them, like, what do you think? Yeah? Yeah, definitely. I'm interested to hear it as well and see it. But um, your opinion on birthdays, your opinion on anniversaries. Um, look. Yeah, just, just, just comment on today's discussion. I think it's really important to hear. Uh, and and share, but um, and if you're a social media influencer, decides to comment on it, I'll be really interested to see what you think of me. Yeah, <laughs> no, no, today. forget that. Let's let's bring them on. <laughs> because, like I said, um, I, I'm very candid. You know, if you've got a platform, if you've got ability to influence people, then do good. And know all of your actions will be accountable for. And that's scary. And that's what you have to remember. That uh, it's very very scary. Uh, there'll be people out there who you don't even know will come and say, yeah, Allah. This person misguided me. I don't even know you. Mm. The the one thing I'll say about influencers is, and if you're listening, influencers, yeah, you do not want to influence everything because you don't specialize in everything. Majority of these influencers start off with fashion. Stick to your fashion to get it. But remember that whatever fashion that you do, be conscious that whatever you do and people are following and if they go to the haram way because of the way you f- you you are dressed, then that's your fault, and you be accountable for it. But if you are a f- food blogger, stick to food. Yeah, no one needs to see your face. No one needs to see um, like excessive you telling others about other kind of opinions that you might have. Don't move from different things to different things. No, that's like, stay in your lane. Stay in your lane. Exactly. Do you get it? Basically, it's just stay in your lane. Do you get it? Don't try to be jack of all trades. Because that's where it goes wrong. Do you get it? When you try to jump into, like, say, oh, I'm doing charity work and I'm doing all of this stuff and etc. Like, Alhamdulillah, do it. By all means, do it. Do you get it? Yeah. And you're using your platform to raise money. Alhamdulillah. Very good. Keep doing that. But don't don't go into other stuff like, you know, celebrating Christmas and telling everyone you're celebrating Christmas. Keep that low. Do you get it? Because you can't be a Muslim at one one minute and then influence the whole world doing something else. And that is not targeting sisters. It's targeting brothers as well. Do you get it? Because, you know, brothers are jokes, man. Like I, I find brothers doing it cringe. Sisters doing it, I, I'm so normalized to it. Like I think it's so normal. Do you get it's it? not, it shouldn't be. It shouldn't be, but I, I, I'm, I'm at a stage where I think it's so normal. Do you get it? But when brothers do it, man, <laughs> it's just so funny, man. Alhamdulillah. Yeah, I think today's been a good discussion, and I'm looking forward to the comments uh, with that. And um, I think, uh, don't forget, please do subscribe, like, share, comment, and don't forget to subscribe to our Patreon as well, which the, the details are all in the description. Inshallah. Uh, with that, we'll uh, conclude today's session. Jazakallah khair. Assalamu alaikum wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Wa alaikum assalam wa rahmatullahi wa barakatuh. Shame on you.